0: whether that's you like, teaching a client, whether you're a new teacher, or maybe you just opened a studio, you are going to fail. And that's not a bad thing. That's actually where you learn failure creates uh, tension. Tension is the stress. It actually helps you grow. It's a it's a positive thing uh, when you know that you are going to fail before you get there, right? So right now. Don't be surprised. It's part of being your own business owner. Uh, It's part of life.
1: Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Plies Instructor and Fitness Business Coach. Welcome back to the "Be it till you see it interview recap where my co-host in life, Brad and I are going to dig into the epic conversation I had with Erica Quest in our last episode. Oh, yeah, (laughs) that's right. I said Erica Quest, everyone herself in the flesh or if you know the inside joke, we call her awareness. If you haven't yet listened to her on the interview, feel free to pause this now. Go back. Listen to that one and then come back and join us or listen to this whole recap, decide what you want to do. <laughs> or if you're listening on iTunes and they just show you this one and then they show you the next one, whatever order you want to do, this is totally <laughs> fine.
0: You know, it's all gravy. <laughs> it,
1: it's it's thank goodness it's not surgery. So you can go out any order you want. Okay. So y'all so excited. Uh, Brad and I are a couple weeks away from our. Agency Mini program, which is our seven-day coaching program online, and it's for fitness business instructors, but anyone in the service industry pretty much can join. We've had doulas, we've had yoga instructors, we've had trainers. Bar. Bar instructors. Pilotties,
0: obviously. Yes,
1: we've had nutritionists. So yep. anyways, Brad, can you tell them a little bit about why they may want to do Agency Mini?
0: 100%. Um, first off, we have an ongoing uh, coaching program for fitness business Instructors, entrepreneurs, studio owners—doesn't matter what position you are in the world of fitness business. Uh, we we work with uh, people in your shoes, uh, and this or is not
1: a- shoes because maybe they don't wear shoes. When maybe they're
0: it, maybe it's uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's clogs. We work with people in your clogs, in
1: your Crocs,
0: in your Crocs, in your
1: Pilates socks. <laughs>
0: In your skis, there we go.
1: There you go. Uh, I can't get. I can't beat that one.
0: <laughs> right. Okay. Moving on. Uh,
1: well, so anyway, the seven work with day coaching
0: your- program is a chance yeah. to uh, get a taste of what the the ongoing program is all about. You can come in and, and get to know us. You can fall in love with Leslie. Uh, you can meet the community. They
1: might fall in love with you too. I hope so. Well, I do. Um, yeah, you can meet the community. We bring in our um, agency members in there. This is, again, it's a seven-day program. We only run it twice a year. So this is the last time we're going to run it in 2021. Yes. We hope you join us. You can actually get all the information at ProfitablePilates.com slash mini, which is M-I-N-I.
0: Yeah. And depending on when you hear this, you might be signing up for a wait list. Um, But if you do hear this before August, then uh, when you go to profitable Pilates slash mini, uh, you can actually sign up uh, for the event. It's going to be the first week of August, uh, this summer. So yeah, all we hope online, you join us. It's going to be an incredible whirlwind of a, of a week. You're going to oh, learn a ton.
1: You, yeah. Cause you ask we like answer hundreds of questions in seven days. It's actually really fun. It's like, I don't, I don't know what gamers do, but I feel like a gamer. <laughs> like I'm like, hold on, let me put my blue blockers on. Oh, where's yes. all of the liquid stuff? <laughs> Supplements I'll need for today. Anyways, that's I'm excited about that. That's what we're really focused on right now and working on behind the scenes.
0: Yeah, it's going to be amazing.
1: OK, so um, what was our audience question this week, babe?
0: We had a really interesting audience question this week. It was what did we do before we were running a Pilates company?
1: Well, so that's interesting because how far before? Because before you joined me, I was still running a police company.
0: (laughs) That's that's kind of (laughs) why I said it was interesting because you've been at this game for a very long time, uh, and I'm I'm relatively new. Um, Although not really because I was working with you like you know behind the scenes, like in the background for a number of years before actually committing to working on this project, uh, which. I must say, is probably the coolest project that I've had a chance to work on.
1: Well, thank you. And also, yeah, basically, he just made me invoice him for work. And now I I get to go. I literally
0: was like, okay. Here's your invoice for the services I've (laughs) rendered for for your business.
1: And then I was like, you know what would be really nice? If I didn't get all these bills and I could just put you on payroll. (laughs) Mm,
0: Yeah. Somehow. And we were already married, too. So that's how about that? So, yeah,
1: (laughs) I don't know. So anyways, what did we do before that? Well, before um, before Brad and I ran a company together, I ran all of my companies myself. Uh, But before that, if you really want to know. Um, it's pretty, I think it's obvious if you look at me that I have a lot of jewelry and I mm. also have an obsession with purses, um, <laughs> that knows no depths. Like there is actually never enough of rose gold jewelry so if you're sending me rose gold or i will do yellow gold jewelry um and vintage designer handbags i'm just putting that out there in case you either i need uh, need, it's never about need y'all when it comes to those things it is what how do they make you feel and they make me feel really Mm. good so i used to manage jewelry stores (laughs) amazing what did you do
0: so uh, before, uh, after the jewelry stores, you also worked corporate at, at a big fitness company. So oh. I think that's worth throwing out there. Uh, tons of experience uh, working at managing, you know, a bunch of studios at the same time, like nine with inadequate <laughs> amount of space to make too much money in, like all the crazy stories that you hear, um, you know. And then also you had uh, teacher training program experience. Uh, all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, my resume will never fit on one page. And so I will never update it ever again.
0: I, I'm not gonna lie, you're not alone. I feel like it's a generational thing at this point, like the majority of us uh, who are listening, I would imagine, like, didn't really have the opportunity to do one thing for their entire career. It's just not how the world works today. Uh, in the same you know, vein, I started off coming to LA for music. uh, And then I got involved in startup companies right out of the gate and did that for a long time. Uh, I worked for lots of startup companies. I worked in food. Uh, I served tables at uh, fancy restaurants uh, for many years. And that was uh, kind of my lifeline, or at least that's what I told myself. Um, And then uh, finally started a web dev company with a friend of mine. Uh, And then, uh, you know, started a couple of other ventures before uh, stepping away from all those things and then working uh, full time with you.
1: You know, (laughs) so in case you didn't hear, we like to leap a lot. We, (laughs) we be it till you see it on a daily. Yeah. Uh. And, and it's
0: interesting. I, we were definitely doing that before we met each other. Oh yeah. Um, You know, I, I um, projected being um, a um, universal rock star into um, the the space uh, for, for a solid 15 years before we met. Um, took me on a whole new journey down there. Um, but but the, being it till you see it, it's a, it's a fascinating uh, idea, and we're excited about it here.
1: As you know, you cannot fit you in around everything else. Instead, I have my students schedule their life around their Pilates. I wanna give you a free 30-minute Pilates workout. Go to onlinepilatesclasses.com slash pod. Again, online com slash B-E-I-T-P-O-D. And let me help you make time for you. At OPC, our 30-minute workouts help you do life better.
0: All right. Uh, let's talk about Erica Quest.
1: Erica Quest.
0: Okay, everyone, Erica Quest is she's basically a legend in real life. She is a college dropout who managed tens of millions of dollars in ad spend for massive companies, then chose the entrepreneurial path, uh, owning her own Pilates studio for the past 18 years while traveling the country and the world teaching workshops. And then she launched her own online space where she's part of creating change in the fitness industry and dare i say it paying people to be on her platform she's a charismatic enthusiastic leader someone you just want to spend more time with we are so excited to have her on our pod as a guest
2: i know
1: i'm uh, so y'all this was a lot of fun I, i don't know Mel Brad can answer this, but like, I was like, I feel like this might be one of those podcasts where it's like, you're a fly on the wall like <laughs> of the conversation that she and I typically have on a daily basis. Um, which, which you know, we do talk a lot. So hopefully,
0: <laughs> hopefully you've got a background on Erica in that podcast somewhere. No, there, there was uh there was quite a, a history lesson there and lots of, uh, exploration of, uh, brain, like she s- studies the brain. I mean, there's tons yeah. of things. It yeah. was like it kept going.
1: Yeah. Anyways, she is one of my like older sisters I never knew. I always wanted, um, mostly because I think having sisters can be hard. Anyways, if you have sisters out there, I have a sister. I love, I love her. I love she's listening. I'm sure my mom's listening. So I get a text message now. Anyways, one of the, but I think it's nice when the universe gives you a sister you weren't asking for. Okay, so one of the things I loved uh, was her being willing to fail, and she's like learns from it. So she used the word reps, like putting your reps, because she does do training and BOSU and stuff like that. And so if you can think about like. When you go to the gym, you know you're doing three sets of 15, like, you know, bicep curls. You don't go, oh, God, I didn't make a perfect bicep curl. Guess I'm done. Like, you just do the reps until you're like, oh, that weight got lighter. So I really love that.
0: Yeah. I think her um, application for that, uh, what she was talking about was about her uh, entrepreneurialism and also teaching, right? The application of what she was talking about with the, the idea of reps was not only uh, doing the entrepreneurial. Uh, thing, but also speaking like workshops, coaching. She, she, she said she has totally biffed it on stage and like, you know, done a really bad presentation uh, and all that stuff. And and if you know her today, you'd be like, what? That's impossible. No way. But she was talking about the journey of getting to where she is and having to go through it. And whether that's you teaching a client, whether you're a new teacher or maybe you just opened a studio, you are going to fail. And that's not a bad thing. That's actually where you learn. Failure creates... uh, Tension, tension is the stress. It actually helps you grow. It's a it's a positive thing uh, when you know that you are going to fail before you get there, right? So, right now, don't be surprised. It's part of being your own business owner. Uh, it's part of life.
1: I was going to say, let's also say it's just part of life. Like I know, I know, so many of you don't even run a business, and you're like, what? It's like even the first time you change a duvet cover you're like this is a hot mess and then you put the reps in and it gets better and better and better
0: i definitely had a duvet that's rectangular but it looked square and i put the the cover on sideways. So there was like a foot of like floppiness at the end and it trying to jam it. It just...
1: Side note, I think I did that the other day and I was like, guess what? Staying that way.
0: Yeah. It thought was it was square, not messy square.
1: Messy action. All right. So what... Well, now, what did you love?
0: Okay. So this was interesting. I didn't really understand the full context of this. So, but she talked about... Uh, um, a, she didn't reference the actual book, but it seems like there's a book by a doctor who talks about system one, system two, and I believe there's even two more systems of thinking. Uh, It's called
1: emotional agility, and I forget the woman's name.
0: Dr. Susan.
1: Yes, Dr. Susan something. David. Yes. Dr.
0: Susan David. Yes. And so she talked about this idea of system one thinking, which is like, your guttural, how you feel right now, like, I want to X, I want to eat that, I want to drink this, I want to sleep, I want to whatever. System two thinking, what I thought was interesting, What she how she described it was almost taking a pause before you engage with someone. So when somebody says something to you, internally processing it before the information comes out of your mouth, you know, going back to them. And, you know, how does that, like, when they say something to you, uh, the uh, System 2 thinking is, how does that make me feel? Why does it make me feel this way? You know, what is my response? What, what should my response be? And then taking action on processing that information on that thinking. I feel
1: like System 2 thinking would save a lot me a lot of money in therapy bills. <laughs> <laughs> I, and, and everybody, like if we all could just like, pause, think it through, and then go... How much time we save in the whole life of like conversations of backpedaling and saying what you really meant and like why you said that and having to share your like, entire system to thinking with everybody.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. You don't need to share the whole process. You can process it first <laughs> and then share. Um, yeah. I, look, I mean, I think we've all, you know, had our own gaffes and said things that we wish we hadn't. And, you know, um,
1: like daily, like I think daily. But maybe not. Maybe it's every other day. I've been working on this system one, system two thinking. And it, I'm at the point where I'm go, oh, that was system one. Oops. I'm just, I'm labeling right now. That's in the mindfulness world. It's called label. I'm labeling.
0: <laughs> well, I, I thought it was interesting because w- the, the application which with, with which she was talking about system two thinking was people who ask you to do something for free. And... Uh, Obviously, you heard with her platform, she's intentionally paying the people who come onto her platform uh, because she values their time and wants to really create change in the industry. However, uh, she still is sometimes willing to do something for free. Uh, and that's based on the context uh, of, uh, of the request, right? And for her, that system two thinking is understanding, is this Scenario that I've been asked to participate in for free—is it going to put me in front of other people who have, you know, an opportunity to create more change in my life or growth or whatever that might be, or is this someone just trying to take advantage of me, right? And I think uh, the idea of system two thinking—get, you know, she processes it all first before responding.
1: Yeah, I was just talking to somebody about this. Um on a kind of a different level, but uh, it was more of like, how does she know when to say yes or when to say no? And she's like, well, people are asking, and I just, I feel like I should say yes, but then sometimes I'm like, oh, I should have said no. And I was like, well, that's why you say, even with your calendar in your hand, let me check my calendar and get back to you tomorrow, because my calendar's on my phone, but I love to say that because it lets me take a pause and think about the thing I'm being asked to go to and actually think, am I saying yes because I... I don't want to say no and hurt someone's feelings. Am I saying yes, because I really want to do it? Am I saying yes, because I don't know how to say no? Or, you know, there's all these different things. And so by taking that pause and giving yourself a pause. So um, I'll be reading that book.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Don't worry, we'll put the link in the show notes. Um, For sure. Um, All right. Well, so finally, let's talk about the be it actions uh, that you discussed with Erica, what bold, executable, intrinsic or targeted action items. Could we take away from your convo with her? Uh, I'm going to jump right in. And I think something she said was right up my alley, uh, doing tech, being in tech and working off of a system uh, called agile. Uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to tell a little bit of story here. Oh for, First off her, be it action item is constant prioritization okay so constantly analyzing you know what takes precedence what is priority today and the story i'm going to tell about that is my very first startup company 2007 uh i was part of a startup uh, a social network and we were trying to take down facebook before it ever even started uh, or no, Facebook was up and killing it, but we were trying to take it before they clinched the kingpin uh, role. Anyway, we were uh, we had this grandiose plan of all the things that like this is what a social network should be and is, and and it was like crazy. We had like twenty or thirty or forty different things, and we're like building all these modules and all this fancy stuff and doing all this stuff, and we never released any of it. And then when we finally released all of it at the same time, people were like, we don't even know what this is. We don't know what to do with it. And we spent like a year and a half before we really truly, uh, you know, started putting stuff out there. And it wasn't until after that idea that I learned about this concept of uh, agile uh, tech development, where you, uh, you work in really short sprints they call it and you work in like a maybe a two-week window even and so your goal is to release the next bite-sized release like chunk so if it's like instead of 40 modules you're releasing only one and you put that out there and you see how people deal with it engage with it they give you feedback maybe you have to make it better maybe whatever and then eventually you have built the whole you know elephant we're going in reverse here uh- <laughs>
1: But it's just so you know that's about like how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time just yeah. I doesn't for context just going
0: backwards um, but uh, but anyway constant prioritization she talks about um you know how, how her schedule works she has uh, built herself uh, income streams, different income streams, um, and sometimes she has to talk about you know income stream A right now, and then next week, okay, income stream A is now going to happen in four weeks. So today, what do I need to talk about today? And she, so she's consistently analyzing her uh, what what she's talking about in her marketing and her messaging. Uh, and I I thought that's so important for everyone to be doing in what they're up to.
1: I I'm glad you brought that up because. Um, I was coaching someone today and, you know, she was talking about all the work she has to get done, but also the housework and like the rug was crooked and the bed isn't made and da da da. And I, and I said, you know, when you look at your things of how you have to do today, if they all are just in a list, then they all have this like equal value. You really have to look at it and go like, why am I doing this right now? Like, why is this the most important thing to me? And it could be because you're procrastinating on something or avoiding something or fear of something. Right. But like by just doing that system two thinking where you process the thing, then it keeps you from like making the bed and taking out the trash over and over and over again without actually just like sending the email about the thing that you want to be doing.
0: So, yeah, cool. That's uh, right. All right, well, what about you?
1: My biggest takeaway, of course, was the smoke of mirrors. Um, so, <laughs> of course it was. So I know a lot of people, like, sometimes it's scary to dream big, or it just feels like a lot. Um, and the reality is, is like, you have to, you have to like put out in the universe, like what you wanna be doing. So if you wanna be working out five days a week at the gym, doesn't mean that you like have to start from zero to five. You just go, I'm going to work out five days a week at the gym. And when someone goes, Oh, what are you doing next week? Oh, I've got five workouts planned. Like, right. you're just, you keep saying the thing speaking and it. speaking into existence. It's be it till you see it, yo. And I, I really, um, I think it's really easy for us to. Say we're going to do something, and then like all the different reasons. But like even this podcast, we would go around for months. Like, oh, we're putting a podcast together. I didn't have a link for an interview. Months. I didn't months even have is, a name. Uh, years.
0: Is nice. I'm pretty sure it was years. My years. Dear.
1: Years. I'm, we're doing a podcast. <laughs> we're doing a podcast, and you just, podcast is coming. It's coming. <laughs> and um, and so I I I really I really love this because the truth is is that nothing is ever ready. This podcast, even with an extra month, wasn't ready. Like we are. Um, you know, like it's, it's, um, you're not, you're not lying about it. you actually do the work, but you just have to do the smallest part of it. You don't have to take it all on. You don't have to wait for it to be ready for it to be real. Um, so that was, I just really love, I love the, I love the verbalizing it. I'm a verbal processor. So obviously I love that.
0: Well, I was also laughing because it is like directly be it till you see it
1: i, mean, I know well i it's mean it's literally i literally that so i totally bring people on to talk about how they're being until they see it just so you know
0: <laughs> yeah so and she's she she was sharing a story about um launching her online platform uh and she's you know a, she knew it was happening it was a, a concept that it, she knew she was going to roll out Um, and so she started talking about it before it was available in the same way. Um, I know the two of you just recently wrapped a course that you put out together. It was a month long program. Yeah.
1: People can get it.
0: People can get it. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm all about that. It's, it was, I actually had an incredible, um, response to that program, but the, uh, the reality is it took. It was like a year of prep, planning, thinking, speaking it into existence before it ever actually came about. And that was her whole idea of, of smoke and mirrors. And not in a snake oil weird way, but in the sense of like, like you know, you're going to make it happen. It's just not there right now. And that's yeah. okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, it, it's really okay. And it's, um, we did plan that for over a year and then it only took a month. It was a month long course, but a year of prep. We just kept speaking about it. And what was so cool is that when we actually launched it, people were like, of course they're doing this. This is the thing that they said they were doing. Yeah, everybody knew it was like, coming. Everyone I mean, knew it was coming. Yep. So, um, so I hope, I hope everyone takes a moment today to like sit down and think about what you want in your life and just tell Someone. Guess what I'm working on right now? Oh, I have this other thing I want to say. Hold on. I Please got distracted do. about the course. So here's the thing. Okay. I have a friend who actually knew Gabby Bernstein before she was like known as Gabby Bernstein. So for those of you who are in the spiritual wellness, like self-help stuff, you are very familiar with Miss Gabby. So anyways, this girl, Gabby, literally Gabby, uh, would tell everyone, I'm going to meet Oprah one day. I'm actually, they're like, oh, what are you working on? Oh, I'm working on this project so that I can meet Oprah. Oprah and I are going to talk about this project. She just kept telling every single person she was going to freaking meet Oprah Winfrey. Homegirl has been on Oprah Winfrey's show. She, Oprah Winfrey talks about her a lot. Like they are two peas in a pod and Another example of, of Gabby, this is how she talked to everyone. She was at Bloomingdale's looking at betting, which betting at Bloomingdale's is like beautiful and no one buys it, right? And she, this, the salesperson comes up and she's like, oh, can I help you with this? And she's like, actually, I'm going to buy this soon i'm gonna make enough money to buy all of this thank you and she's like i'll let you know when i'm ready and she would just walk (laughs) off but she would go to places and she would look at the things that she wanted to have and she would look like she would speak what she wanted to existence and homegirl is gabby bernstein with that betting from bloomingdale's and friends with oprah so that is my like i just feel like that's such an and that comes from someone who knew her when so it's true
0: yeah i i think that um the first person that you have to convince is yourself oh yeah and it's so hard to convince yourself when it's all in your head and I know that because I, I'm, a, I'm an analyzer so it's really easy for it to all be upstairs And speaking it is very foreign to me. It's a, it's a little awkward sometimes. In fact, there's a lot of fear when I start to tell people like I'm proclaiming something like it's, you know, that's a weird, like that's the weird vibe that I'm bringing to it. But having now and be, you know, begun to incorporate speaking it into my, uh, my life, my world, it is, um, it allows things to be so much more clear in my own head, which mm-hmm. is this weird irony, right? But when I know that this is this is how it's gonna be and this is what's gonna happen, it changes my own thinking.
1: Well, you know, here's the thing: the reasons that like human beings survived the evolutionary process of them was our ability to storytell. Mm. So we didn't become like we didn't get to stick around this planet by keeping it all in our head. <laughs> we, we stuck around and we grew and we thrived because we would tell a story. Sure. And so even if you're telling yourself the story of who you're going to be or what you're going to do, like that's how it happens.
0: <laughs> well, I, I love it. I mean, uh, just listening to Erica is so inspiring. Uh, and like I said at the beginning, uh, we're so excited that she was able to join us and grateful for her and uh, her enthusiasm for life.
1: I know, every day, Erica, every day. Yeah. All right, well, I'm Lessa Logan.
0: And I'm Brad Kroll.
1: Thank you so much for joining us today. We're really grateful you're here. Um, How are you going to use these tips? Like listening to this episode, the word straight out of erica's mouth like how are you going to use them what we'd love for you to do is screenshot this write your takeaway in there tag erica quest tag be it pod and let us know and also if you can share this episode directly with a friend text them tell them they have to listen to it say this is why i thought of you that's really important so that they understand that's important and um and not only will it change their life will it help them be it till they see it it really helps this podcast get out to many 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 more ears because i got big dreams for it which i'll explain another pod. All right. Until next time, everyone, be it till you see it. That's all I got for this episode of the Be It Till You See It podcast.